Yo, 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 you already know what time it is. I hope y'all had a wonderful, lovely Thanksgiving. Welcome back to another episode of Thinker versus Speaker, a weekly podcast where I, Marissa the Thinker, sit down with multiple guests, just different guests, and we talk about everything. We talk about life, love, relationships, what they do, how they got there, challenges, overcoming things. We just talk about everything. It's we lay it all out on the table and we have real conversations. So if this is your first time stopping by, thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure you uh like, comment, subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are, you know, go ahead and, you know, follow this podcast, follow us so you can get to tune in every week and hear the different guests and all of the different things that we got to say. If you are returning back, Thank you. Welcome back. How's it going? We ain't even going to waste too much time today. We're going to hop straight into it. I got to trust the process. Another compilation episode, you know, for the holidays, getting us all caught up and wrapped up and regrouping. Just wanted to touch base on three good episodes that we had. Special thanks to Kay Danny and my uncle Danny for coming through on these episodes. Just wanted to pull some quick little gems out of there and drop them for you one time. So, like I said, we ain't gonna waste too much time. We gonna hop straight into it, and uh, I'll catch y'all at the end. Bye. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause like change change isn't always pleasant. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Like I'm saying I'm saying this right. And it just sounds like, oh, you make it sound so easy. It's not easy. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are parts of the process that y'all don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are parts of the, the process. Ugly ass part. The ugly ass parts. You know what I'm saying? Where you have that, where that shit hits you and you realize what hurts you on such a deep level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You realize that that shit will hurt on such a deep level. But guess what happens after that? These realizations. You know what I'm saying? Making peace with those things. Like, that's what happens after the fact. Like, no, of course it's not easy, but Mm -hmm. it's worth it. Nothing that that's worth it and that's going to have some longevity is going to be easy. Like, everything requires work. That's another big, big thing. Like, this is going to take some work and some dedication and some discipline. You got to want it more than, like, feeling entitled to it like this is everything revolving around change and things that you really want you have to work hard for because if it's something that comes easy to you it's not going to last there's no way it's going to last it's not going to last if it comes easy hell no absolutely not absolutely not and like that kind of leads me into a new thing right because that's what I'm even learning with this and we kind of talked about it in the last episode with Danny it's just like oh these things like when you want to do something and and this is anything like if you Mm want to grow emotionally if you want to start something if you just want to change your habits like it's not it's not going to be easy like you Mm -hmm. have to have a real life purpose behind what it is that you're doing because it's going to be tested Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. anything that's worth having like they're going to be humps in the road where you really got to decide if this is what I really want is this what I really want? Because it's going to be challenging. It's going to be days where you don't want to do it. It's going to be days where you get scared. It's going to be days where, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got the right tools or the resources, or at least you feel like you don't. 
because you have everything that you need for where you are but like you know what I'm saying (laughs) or you got to think outside the box to make some shit happen and like that's the process that's what makes it that's what brings it into real life fruition but you know if you think that it's gonna come the easy way it's not gonna happen like that no it's not you made a good point about like your purpose the the why is like the why is really what pushes me to keep going and do this work because sometimes I do doubt myself I'm just like and eh, I don't like being a forefront like I don't want to facilitate I don't want people to see me like but I'm like why the fuck not like why not and my biggest why is my nieces like my nieces are really a big become whoever you want to become and do that shit so unapologetically like like what what's up i'm here okay yes <laughs> yes you know what i'm saying yes and I, and i love the fact that you say that because it it it, it, it points something out to me because like when you see somebody doing something right Mm-hmm. that comes that comes like somewhat naturally to them mm-hmm. we from the outside looking in you'd be like oh it must be easy for them no it must be easy <laughs> for them and and fuck no no like it, it's not you know what i'm saying like like there are times <laughs> there are times where you really do question yourself like even with what i do because i heard it in what you said well what i do now even before i started this process I realized that God put me in this position because everything that I had to, everything that I feared, every insecurity that I have, right, mm-hmm. has to be dealt with in order to do what it is that I have to do. Okay. And that's how full circle shit is. Yes. Like that, that's how full circle shit is because yes. God, it's almost like, here I go it's almost like it's like <laughs> go, God go creates now <laughs> it, God creates you with like a you know what I'm saying I, I don't want to call it like a can of orange but it's like it's like a magical recipe and it's just like you gonna have to come overcome all of this shit to come out on top but you will come out on top period you know yeah. what I'm saying and and and, and, it, and it's all those things that will stop you if you think about it you know what I'm saying? It's all of yeah. the things that'll stop you because you know what I'm saying? If you're sitting here questioning if I'm good enough, am I built for this? Am I good is enough? Is it my am time? I, is it my time? All of those things. You'd be yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't like speaking in, in, in public. I don't like being seen. But then again, like you go through these experiences and it's just like, but I know I want to do this. Yeah. I know this. I know this is what I want to do. So guess what you, that's, guess what you do? just you do d- it you deal with it you overcome it and then you come out on top i'm telling you everybody everybody that y'all have heard me bring on this podcast they say the same shit about me they be like damn i could not nick you do a podcast and it's just like <laughs> yeah because they, they knew me when i was running mm-hmm. they knew me when i was running y'all knew me when i was running from my purpose and like when you run from your purpose for so long and God kicks your ass for so long, because that's why you're getting your ass kicked on some real shit. Like you get your ass kicked when you run from your purpose. Yeah. And like I'm, when you uh uh-huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be, don't be. 
Um, yeah, I'm like, when you're running, he's gonna drag you, and he's gonna keep showing you, you're gonna keep learning the same lessons. So it's like, I told your ass, I told your ass the first time, and you keep learning the same lesson, and just like, God, why well, I me? Mean, he like, you could have been left this cycle, but you like repeating cycles because you're comfortable there because it makes the most sense because you know what to expect is going to be the same every damn time. You more scared of the things that hurt you than the things that's going to make you grow. Okay. And that's a fact. That you scared of the real things that hurt you because yeah. the things that you are scared of don't actually hurt you. Um, but when you give them that power to feel like they can and give it that energy that's when it, it manifests into that. You just keep getting hurt because it's like, that's what you're expecting. So, okay. That's what that's you get. going to get. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. But if you expect good things, when you expect good things, then that's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. So in that case, like, let's talk about how Becoming came to be because I, I like low-key, like, now I wasn't there. I'm not even going to act like I was there <laughs> for the whole beginning of the process, right? <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? I saw the part before, you know, right before it became, like, before it rooted, like, before it came into this world, like, when it <laughs> went from being an idea to being in this world. And, like, can we talk about that process of, like, when you want something uh-huh. like one let's talk about the work that you have to do to actually make it happen let's talk about that part first okay. from when it was just an idea okay so when it was just the idea it was just that some thoughts and just like what can I do like what does it look like like and I just I usually I start with words and stuff like what words I want to use like what is it I'm trying to say Mm. Like, what is the message? What is the purpose behind this? I start off by, like, words and, like, maybe some pictures because that's how I, I, that's how I manifest. Like, I'm a visual right. manifester. So, it's, like, pictures and words. So, words that mean something. And, what, and I knew I wanted to do something that, like, was healing in a sense or, like, able to deal with some inner, inner, inner feelings. Like, I know I wanted to be doing something that says I'm just like what does that look like is that me doing yoga is that me just doing like some some social groups like what does that look like for me so it started off with the idea of like what is it I want to do what does that look like who I want to work with really getting those key things down like really specific as possible like what is it that I want my message to be Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay and I'm like I was I was looking for a name. The thing is, I've been like playing around with like ideas and things to do. Last year, when I first moved back, when it's like I'm back home, I need to like you know do something. Like I want to be active, but like God sat me down for a minute. He was like, "Nope, it's not your time." Who who you telling? You want you want six? It's like nothing was coming through. I'm just like, yo, I feel like shit. Like nothing is making sense. Like I don't know, but I had I had this idea like back in 2020 i'm just like oh i'm gonna have this girls group or something like i'm gonna have something with girls empowerment like because i did that when i was in um st louis public schools we did like two little groups with that and i'm like i love this kind of work i'm like because you you are able to get girls in a space where like they're with their peers and able to share freely and openly and they need that because mm-hmm. that's not always an option even they may talk with their peers in school but sometimes you need a adult or like a, a role model a figure to help you facilitate those conversations and give you insight that your friends may necessarily not give you right yeah 
let's just keep it a buck. It's like, you know, when we was young, we was wild and we used to like, like, you're doing too much, shit your hot ass down. Or, <laughs> yeah. I see where you're going with this, but you might not get the attention that you think that you're going to get. That you think you want, yeah. And from there, I'm just like, the the name becoming, I don't even know. I feel like it was a day I feel like I was doing yoga. Like, this was during my, I was doing my yoga training. And I just started typing up something because I'm just like, I really want to do something. And, like, I wanted to have a big impact on young girls. I'm just like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, what is it going to be called? And I'm just like, becoming. Like, you becoming this person, becoming, like, a, a butterfly. And that's what I keep hearing. Like, becoming a butterfly because that's that's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> <laughs> becoming my butterfly right now. They could be coming a a cocoon coming out they cocoon they could be coming into a butterfly as well we're all in different seasons of Mm -hmm. our lives so it's like right now I'm in a season of like I'm flying I'm spreading my wings I'm allowing myself to be free and it's like I want to help girls experience that too yeah um and that's really how it started and it's like this past summer I worked at this organization in New York and I like I was really it was I taught social justice to them for a couple of weeks it was really nice like I vibe with the kids it's like some kids from Brooklyn you feel me I wouldn't be from New York so bad um <laughs> <laughs> I used to like I used to be, I've been going to New York since I could walk so it's like I I love this city like it's just a vibe like you just it's always something about it it is it is re-energizes me like when I'm near even if I'm tired of shit if I'm going to New York my energy is pumped up because I just know I'm about to just be uplifted some way somehow um but yeah like I said I talked with them over the summertime they wanted me to come back and like they wanted to have something for the girls and I was like okay I have this idea I've like had a whole lesson plan and shit for it like for a minute and I'm just I just sat on it I'm just like I ain't gonna do it because I'm like I don't know where it's gonna go how I'm gonna do it where like where I'm gonna host it like I didn't have a, a space for it Ah. like my google drive i'm like okay it's just gonna be here until like you know the time is right i'm like maybe if i work in the school again I'll but you had it you had it ready i that's had it key. ready that's key i couldn't let you go without like pointing that out like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like here that here that y'all she had it ready didn't know what she was gonna do with it didn't know the what didn't know the how <laughs> but it was there and it was ready that's key i'm sorry keep going you you're good <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I had it ready. So when he asked, I'm like, okay. I wrote the proposal. But, like, remember I was struggling with this shit. I'm like, yo, I don't know how to write this proposal. Like, I don't know, like, if I put enough information. Like, I'm struggling to write this fucking proposal. And it's like, why are you, like, it was really hard for me to write it. And it's like, I was struggling <laughs> with believing in myself. They're like, bitch, you write a proposal for your fucking workshop series. Like, you dead ass. Like, I'm like, this me? yeah it's you it's you yeah because i do it for other people i've done it for other people like you feel me i write proposals you're doing it for me right now (laughs) okay and it's like for myself i gotta do this for me i'm like holy shit but i hit that send button and when i submitted it i was like okay i feel good yeah because you been nervous i was nervous as shit you was working yourself up like uh, she downplaying the fuck out of it and i ain't saying this to, <laughs> the only reason i'm the only reason why i'm bringing it up is because like i i, I want to highlight you know what i'm saying I, like yes like it happens like this shit is so normal like you know what i'm saying like you go ahead in moments where you work yourself up and be like can i do this is this real is this me 
but you do it anyway like yes yes yeah. you know what i'm saying like yes like it's okay I did it with fear. <laughs> yeah and that's how we do it we do this shit with fear you know what i'm saying we do this shit with fear like you know what i'm saying like you know i'm sure the first couple times when beyonce went on stage she had nerves yeah i'm sure yeah. anytime she displays some new shit she got nerves mm. but the mm. difference is but the difference is you just you gotta let that shit go like you can have them nerves it's cool they're gonna be there but we gotta learn how to live with the fear live with the nervousness like we gotta learn how to make that shit a part of the fucking process just incorporate that shit in the process mm. and pit sand anyway hit it scared Mm, just go forth. Yeah. Prosper. Do it scared. <laughs> Do it scared. Yes, yes. As the fuck as you should. Okay. As you should. And like that's something actually that you brought uh you just kind of like brought up too that I want to pull out because it's just like allowing yourself to feel it. Yeah. That's a big thing too. Like allowing yourself to be able to feel the love, to accept the love cuz in my journey um what I'm now that I'm getting to a different side of it, right? Like mm-hmm. I pushed away love, not knowing it. Yeah, I pushed away love, looking for it in the wrong things and place, people, places, and things mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I deserve it. It was easier to choose the things that weren't giving it to me and hope that I would get it from the places where I wasn't getting it, mm-hmm. versus being able to see where I was getting it and realize that I was actually pushing it away. Mm. So like, you know what I'm saying? So it so once I learn how to love myself and what it really looked like, that's when it's like it's it's kind of weird because it's just like you realize the people that were actually trying to give you the love, trying to, you yes. know what I'm saying? Show up do for that, you. Trying to show up for you. And like then you can also recognize even in the places where you weren't getting it the way that you wanted Ooh. to get it, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, like they were giving me love in the best capacity that they could. Yes, what they knew, what they knew, and how they knew how to do it, and just recognizing that, like, how, I think when you learn how to love yourself, you just learn in what ways that, like, you need love, and how you need love to look for you, because Mm -hmm. for so long, I feel like I was allowing people to tell me what love was, and Mm -hmm. off of what they had to give me, and accepting it for love, because I didn't know any better, and really insecure and really just like wanting to be attached and close to something or somebody I was just taking whatever was thrown at me like Mm -hmm. and looking at myself now I'm just like yeah it took a lot of work because that was a a, my last relationship was a big ass test to like do you love yourself for real it was like, looking, do you know wasn't what looking, love is? It was looking bleak for a while, yeah. It was looking real like you looking um not mm-hmm. like yourself. You looking Mm-mm. real low, looking re- low self-esteem. Yeah. Like a motherfucker, abandonment issues. <laughs> all up in the ceiling. All up in the ceiling. <laughs> like all all up all up in the face, like just insecure as hell. Taking shit you probably would never lean normally even take. Shit, you ain't even gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just like, damn, you look back like, damn, did I love myself? No. I don't know. I do now. But yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Because it's just like, and and, and it's so crazy because like, it's it's like you look back at yourself and like you get mad. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a perfect example, though, right? Because it's just like I'll look back and I'll think about shit that I dealt with and shit that I accepted, and I knew I didn't want to accept it even when I was accepting that shit, but I did it anyway for whatever reason. And then you look back at yourself and you get mad, like God, why the fuck did you? Why was? Why the fuck were you even there? Why in the did name you of even love. put yourself in that situation? Like why the fuck? And you can and you stay like you you dead ass be mad at yourself. Hell yeah. You dead ass be mad at yourself, right? But then when when you able to like forgive yourself, mm-hmm. when you able to forgive yourself, that's how you start forgiving other people. Yes, that's how you start learning them other yes. things though, because yes. it does start in yourself. Like if you can forgive yourself, but even putting yourself in certain situations, like uh, having certain things happen to you, like once you start, then you get it because now you understand because you've had to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. who the fuck you finna be mad at than yourself exactly how you gonna love somebody if you don't love yourself oh oh baby that's the one right there that you know what I'm saying one. I think my ex said it to me one time he's like you right how am I about to I and what happened? Any love in me to give to you so like what yeah and then once I start loving myself guess where you go you got to go because it's like, I, I can't. I'm, Thank like, you. I, Thank you for the gym. Thank, Thank you for the gym. Lessons. Yeah. Lessons. That's what you was here <laughs> for. Like, that's literally why God put you here. Ain't that so ironic? Ain't that so ironic? Yeah. Niggas told me I needed therapy. Absolutely. Right. You're so right. I You're so you. right. <laughs> God I bless Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little like you. Okay, I need to do work. Okay. Your lack of self awareness did wonders for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why you? Why I was with somebody who had a lack of self awareness? Because I didn't have self awareness. Mirroring the fuck out of each other. Like, oh no, it's you. And it's like you're literally pointing at yourself every fucking day. Every time you're upset, you're literally fucking talking about all the things you don't like about yourself. And boom. And boom. And boom. It was just, it was just, I learned at a young age, you know, the area and, and, and you know, just trying to do better for myself. I, I had no idea, but it was like jumping off, jumping off that uh, board. Mm-hmm. I've been a board jumper, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've been a whole board jumper my whole life, man. You know, Marissa, I had to make a decision. Uh, so I work on ballers, right? Mm-hmm. And so... It's the baller room hot. Yeah. See, the baller room get up to, at times, 130 degrees while I'm working in there. Oh, wow. And so, you know, so I, when I was young, it didn't bother me. But as I got old, you know, I, I started getting hospitalized and stuff like that. And so, you know, I, <laughs> hey. I so, know she always gotta say something. Yeah, yeah. She probably think I'm Marvin too. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just learned, you know, I saved a penny and and I I was a, I jumped off that I jumped off that diving board. I, you know, that's how I retired. Yeah. I don't have I don't have you know it it might have it might hurt me long, later on, but you know what I I just put through faith and stuff like that. I just jumped out there. Yeah. I jumped out there, you know, I don't have no regrets, you know, and uh, so I jumped out there and I don't know how long I'm going to live. No, I'm diabetic and all that stuff. So, yeah. 
You, you, how you have to say it like that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, but you know, I don't have because I, because all my trust in God. That's that's true. So I mean, it's not. I I can't I can't fool nobody. I can't fool them. So I don't. If and I'm gonna just say this, and this is where you gotta live your life. Mm-hmm. If I. If something happened and I you 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 have this on recording that I said this you will cry when you, but if I die tomorrow, I'm pleased with everything I've done in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't I'm not shameful, and I and I don't expect to live forever. Mm-hmm. But what I do expect to do is every day that I wake up. I want to have do something that's worthy in my life. Yep. So I don't, you know, long as long as I live every day that I got on this earth and give it all that I think that I got, I don't have to please nobody. But you know, I don't really, I don't have nobody to please. I don't, you know. So I'm not not ashamed. You could because I can't live life like that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, that keep the doctors away. You know yeah. I mean? You know, so it's a little bit the same way, but that Marvin <laughs> tell you on the thing, because we're huh? a little bit of we a little bit alike, but just a little bit Marvin more outspoken. Yeah. But but I don't have a, I don't I don't have to please nobody. Yeah. You know, and if somebody get mad, it's not because of nothing I said to them. That just that's them. That's them. You know, I don't have nothing. Yes. <laughs> you, you want me to be real? You know. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't have no, I don't have no, uh, I, I don't have to live a, apology. Now, if I hurt somebody, I tell them I'm sorry. You know, if, uh-huh. I, if I rethink it, go back and rethink <laughs> it. But you can't yeah. help them. But you nah, can't. yeah, I can't. You can't. You can't. You can't feel for everybody. Uh huh. You know, and so, you know, I just, you just, you have to, you have to, you have to live every day, knowing that, you know. When I lay my head at night, you know, because cause the way scripture say, you know, we, we have to repent daily. Yeah. Because we sin every day. We do. So, but you don't have to be shamed for it. All you say is just, you sorry. You know, tell, tell you know, you're sorry or you ask for forgiveness. And that's enough. You know, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do, that's enough. You know, you can't live a perfect life. Nope. And don't, don't try. You know, you can't, don't try to live a perfect life, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, I, I kind of like that you said that because actually it puts it, it puts it in perspective because that's, that's kind of where I'm getting to. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily the same because, you know, like, of course, like I'm young, I feel like, you know, I want to live a long life, but mm-hmm. I do have faith. And I know that with everything that I've been through, like I have, I have built a special relationship that is all my own with God. Mm-hmm. And I have so much trust and so much faith. And he showed me so many times that he's with me and he got me, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, you know, I pray, I pray every day. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, and you hit a certain point, it's just like, I'm not, it, life is what it's gonna be. Life right, is what right. it's gonna be. Nothing is guaranteed. It's no guarantee that I'll be here tomorrow. 
10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. It's no guarantee. Only God knows what it's going to be for me. You're right. And my only, my only job in this life is to do what he asked me to do, which is, you know, like going through this process, finding my purpose, helping people the way that I'm able to help people and just living my life day to day and doing, you know, living the best life that I can for me. Well, you're doing, you're doing an amazing job and I, you're doing an amazing job and I, you know, I give you a plus, you know, you're touching, you're touching a lot of people. You touch a lot of people, man. I and uh, so you know, I just say you just keep doing what you're doing, you know. And look, don't you can't please one thing about people you can't you can't please them. Mm-mm. And don't try, you know, like get along, do do what you do. But you but if you try to please it, it'll 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 hold you back from doing. It hold yeah. you. So you keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, you keep doing what you're doing. Don't let. <laughs> I mean, but that's what they do because you know they want to. They want to take you right to the edge. Uh huh. You know, and but they let you know that. You know, if you, <clears throat> if you think about, you know, and now I'm just using a different example because this is something you'll understand. Yeah. So if a person is out, like let's say, like they're fighting a war over there right now. Right. Right. So the first thing that you do in the city, if you hear a gunshot, what what comes to your mind? You're going to run. Or, yeah, you're going to run and at least try right. to figure out where it came from. Right. So, so, but you know, they, but you can't do that in the military. So that's, that's why they, they, they going to let you know how it feel and what goes through you and all that stuff because they got to discipline you, you know, and it, if some people, it, they mind, you, it change. You got, you change. When you see somebody go in there, they go in one way. And when they come back out, they, you know, they militant, you know, because they've been, they, they've been through some stuff. Yeah. You know, it changed. I mean, like a person that went through jail and, and, uh, and they, they, when they come, they went in as a young man and now you see them, you know, using those, what they do to iron, they you know they they know all the different stuff at the bottom, you know, couple years, you know. Yeah. So 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 okay. Um, with that being said, mm-hmm. um, how do you think that you were like? How do you see yourself before you went into the military, and how do you think it changed you, like going through that process? Because how old were you when you went into it? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. <clears throat> So I went in, okay, I, I, I worked for a year at Purina, and then uh, I went in 19, I went in at 19 years old. Now, and then, then I got to give a shout out to my wife too, you know, because I, <laughs> I heard Marvin talk about, you know, yeah. So, hey, so, Margaret. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so you know, uh, so me and and uh, and your aunt, you know, Margaret. So we we've been married forty years. Oof. So I I went in there at nineteen, and at twenty one, uh, I can't. You know that that because you know Marvin tell you all about just like 
Val was his soulmate. You know, Margaret was my soulmate. So, uh huh. Cause y'all grew up together too. We grew up. We grew up. We grew up together. Cause you know when you talk about the kindergarten and stuff. Uh huh. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. We all knew each other. You know, of course, I told you that. You know, me, Val, and yeah, I was a cheerleader and I played football, and Marvin was there, and so uh, everybody, everybody know everybody. So, yeah, cause you and my uncle played football together. My mom's brother. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike Jones. Mike mm-hmm. was, was a great, <laughs> great running back. It was a yard blocking form. Not the Super Bowl one. Don't, don't, don't get it. Not that one. But, but yes. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, trust, trust me, anybody that's listening on here, anybody listening on here, man, that, like, why he's not uh, uh, in, in the, wasn't in the professionals, I don't know, because that, he, to me, he was one of the greatest running backs uh, play, play in the JFL, Little League football. I heard he was good. And, and maybe Hatchcock, the dude could fly, he was hard running. Bo Jackson, you know, Bo Jackson, you know, but... Uh, he just chose Ben instead. I think. I, I think that was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he could have he could have easily been one of the greatest running back. But I'm gonna get back on this. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I picked up. I picked. I came back home. Picked up Margaret. We left with the clothes on our back, and and we left. You know, and uh, got married, and went. You know, we uh, went to Florida. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it it made it. I went in one way, and it it made a man made a man out of out of me, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah, discipline and everything. You know, you can't learn that. You can't the stuff that you can't learn from the streets. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it it even some of the things that you were describing. Now, granted, I've never been through anything like that. But um, the, some of the things that you describe, like even just having to be put in situations where you have to just be fearless and, and be bold. And when you put in strenuous situations like that, it, may, it, it, it does something to you psychologically. Because to me, it seems like it, it makes you kind of question more than just that situation. Of course, like you going through these specific um scenarios for different reasons like you know like jumping off of the boat going through the gas chambers like these are specific to the military but even just psychologically when you going through these things these are you know certain life skills that you picking up too that really you know mature you because you know like not being afraid to take action being able to stay calm in such stressful situations and and think a way through it empowering yourself to take charge like i think some of when you go through a regular life these are some of the challenges that you miss that really make you a strong solid person Mm -hmm. you know what though marissa though i listen i listen at your show and i listen you know, because I talk to Marvin all the time and Jerry and, you know, it. but one thing I learned in life mm-hmm. that's a common denominator for life, and it, this is all through God, you know, through his grace and his mercy for you, but everybody have, you know, in order, he, he he's a God of, of changing people through hard, you know, he changed your heart. Mm-hmm. And so he always take you, he had to humble us. Mm-hmm. So he, he take us all the way down 
you know, just like he changed the mil- people in the military, he changed every he, 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 everybody got their own way that they done it to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he humble. You whether it's to drugs, alcohol, uh, it's different things. You know, it's it's just different things. And 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 when I listen, I listen in a different way because I listen at your testimony and. It's just a joy. I always listen. And see, I know how to listen for the way God go through people and use people mm-hmm. and, and how he break people down. Because he can't use you like you are. You know, right, he, yeah. He had, to figure, he had to make you the way he want to have you. Because so you got to see him yeah, to so believe his, him. Yes, ma'am. So his, feel, so his will can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you understand your purpose that you have for you, uh, and which which you finding your purpose, and you reaching out, and you touching people, and you helping people, you know, and then I, you know, I want to give you a shout out, you know, for your show, for what <laughs> you do, you know. Thank you. And you just don't know it's growing and it's you know it's touching people, and even from start to finish, I I enjoy the product from start to finish. I. I I listen, man, and it's and uh and it's, it's you know you're doing a good job, but it, but it's that that's that common denominator from what Jerry had to go through, you know, being going through what he had to go through with the drugs and you know, and I know Marvin, you know, I know some of the things that that he went through, right, and uh and I know how they how it turns off in the end. See, it's not what you go through. Or what you being, you know, what you go through or going through, but it, it's how you finish. Yep. You know, so in that, and a lot of people, we never really finish until the end. Mm-hmm. But, but but yeah, that's a joy. Yeah, but you, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it 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 it's funny when you think about it too, is because you know me being young. And when I look around at other people, like some people got it figured out. Mm-hmm. But uh, back when I, you know, when I was kind of, you know, going going through the things that I was going, when I was just, you know, proud and I had a big ego and all of those things, you know, I hadn't been humbled yet. So when you go, go through those things, it feels like everything is happening to you um, until you realize that, you know, these, everybody got a story everybody has a story and these these trials and these tribulations are actually what what makes you uh who who you are and like who you were meant to be because um you were saying and it's just like you know to a certain extent you kind of gotta you kind of gotta meet god or you gotta have that fear you know it's something about when you so scared and you don't know what's i don't know what's next I don't know how we going forward. I don't know what to do. When you hit that that point, you know, where it's just like, I just got to jump out on faith. And it kind of like, remind. I think now that's going to stay with me. This is going to stay with me for the rest of my life. Just that vision of being, you know, at the top of a ship or something like it and just having to jump. And it's just, you know, because, you know, when you in the, when you in the military, it's just like, I, I kind of got to. Cause like, what do you do if you don't jump? Right, you're, you're exactly right. And then, and then, like you said, uh, you know, like faith, faith is tested. Uh, I ain't gonna say like every day, 
but you know it's it's tested. And then like once once we uh uh have continuous uh you go through through things all the t- you know, all the time in life. Every day is something. Mm-hmm. And and one thing and then another. You know, and then it it it, it, it seemed to get easier, you know, it, it but it's not, you know, but <laughs> Because yeah. nobody, nobody got it together, but you just have people that they taste, they faith been tested so many times. And yeah. so their faith is so strong that they just don't, it don't look like nothing bother me because can I share something with you? Sure. Because I know me and you don't get to talk on these bases all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, you it, it, it look, you know, you might, Marvin might say we got it together. We don't have any issues as far as that side but you know so in, when I was about uh, 35 or maybe, maybe 35 or 38 so I, I had to go get help I, mm-hmm. and I'm sure telling you this on my show I had to go I had to go see uh, you know I had to go get help because because life was it was starting to get too much for me, mm-hmm. and 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 it, so when you when you talk about your story, yeah. But see, but see, my help wasn't wasn't it wasn't like it, I didn't get the kind of help you got, you know. Right. Uh huh. So, uh, and 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 that help uh, kind of pushed me. Uh, uh, I said that 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 wasn't the help I needed, and I actually and that's what turned me to. Uh, you know, going to church and, and, and to turn me to the Lord, you know. Yeah. And so because because uh, I, I found a relief. Yeah. You know, I found a, a great release of stress relief. Uh, uh, you know, and I started learning learning more about life. You know, mm-hmm. through that. So and 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 so that w- that was my after that that was that was my joy. But I did ha- I had to go see someone. Uh, sometimes life, you know, get to be be too much, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, no. I guess I wouldn't know that though because I was young. No, and then you know, like you know, and I know, like, like, so, you know, like my, you know, like Margie was saying last time on this show, you know, like, you know, there is a lot that I do, you know, I talk to my mother about, you know, just, just. Because of her age, I want to help her. You know, mm-hmm. I want to. I want to. You know, so I do do share things with her, but just share things because that's what she things that she like to hear, mm-hmm. not to hurt no one's life. But I, we share things and we talk, and I talk to her every day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it's kind of. I, I like that we're talking about it because I, f- I feel like it's something that people don't really talk about, especially in families like ours. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, uh, well, not even fam- like black families in general, it kind of seems like, because, you know, everybody has that motto, like what happens in this house stays in this house. And like, people don't really like to talk about, you know, when they going through things or like what they going through. And I think it kind of lends to a, a, a misconception that like, you know, people ain't going through stuff. So then when you looking from the outside, looking in, it's just like, you know, 
everybody else is fine, but I am not okay. But how do I say something? You know, who's going to understand me? And just being able to talk about, like, you know, every, you know, when you look around, actually, there's a lot of people that's going through it. Everybody going through something. Actually, you know, whether we talk about it or not, and it's probably more people that understand you than not. Yeah. And I I, I think that, see, for for me, too, you know, like, I, I, you know, I was I was away from the family for a long time you mm-hmm. know, because I was in the military. Right. And so, you know, and I came back and it was just, you know, uh, just life. People was just growing up and, you know, so we didn't we just didn't have that time uh, like, you know, that closeness of time, you know, and we had to make that time. Boy, and I think we were starting to get closer before people started kind of moving out the way and stuff like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. So um with with the, with all of that being said, like how did you end up so let's talk about Danny TV for a little bit. So how long have you been doing that and what is it uh specifically for the people that don't know? So Danny TV is my YouTube channel. That's my own personal brand separated from my job. I'm not telling y'all what station I work at, sorry. Don't <laughs> don't gotta- no, um, <laughs> we gotta plug ourselves. So yeah. this is just my own personal brand that I'm looking to expand and do like my influencing. So um, it's my YouTube channel where I do like lifestyle vlogs. Um, sometimes I interview like different influencers or you know rappers or celebrities, and just showing the trials and tribulations of a regular girl that came from St. Louis and is out here trying to make her dreams come true. So that's pretty much what it is. It's me. Um, I always knew that I wanted to like start a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I kept like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But I think like I've been on YouTube for like a year now. So last year, that's when I ended up like really started being consistent and like putting myself out there, like trying to figure out during the pandemic specifically and then Mm -hmm. also after I graduated and I couldn't find a job I'm like okay what can I do to separate myself from the other 100,000 people that's applying to all these jobs like I need to have something to make myself stand out and also have something where that's mine and you know I dictate and control what I put out and I'm able to be creative that's really dope. It, it it's it's kind of cool what I just heard in that because it almost sounds like it it kind of sounded like when you got out of college you were kind of like struggling to find a find like somewhere to work and then you just decided to make your own lane. Like that sounds really dope. And I don't know if like because I know a lot of people leave college and they have that they hit you know it's a it's a big job you know not a big it's, I don't know what it's a small job. So it's not necessarily easy to find a job right out of college because it's a whole a lot of other people that just got out of college that's also looking for jobs. So it makes it harder to do. But some people like get defeated by that, and it looks like you found an opportunity in that. Be like, well, if I if if ain't, ain't nothing coming to me, I'm gonna make my own way. No, and like literally, that's exactly what happened. Like, okay, my last semester, I had started applying for jobs probably the semester before my last. So I'm applying for jobs in like October, November, and December, and I don't graduate till May. 
when I say ain't nobody calling me back, whole real was trash. Um, <laughs> and when I say real, like when you're trying to do like stuff on air, like as a reporter or even being an actor, you have to have like a demo tape showing yourself on camera and showing the employer how you speak, how you look and how you represent yourself. So I'm doing everything that they said doing college and, you know, I'm not getting any call back. So I'm like, whatever. I'm steady talking to my advisor. My advisor, like, you know, you're determined. You're going to find something. So it comes time for me to, like, graduate. At this time, we had, like, transitioned to online classes because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'm steady, like, applying and applying and I'm not really hearing stuff. And then the stuff that I am hearing is not, like, sticking and, like, people are offering me literally like bottom of the barrels amount of income. Like somebody had literally, if I'm being honest, like offered me $12 to move, you know, away from home and start a job. And I had to like literally laugh at the email, like, bro, and it was in a, it was in a small town too. Like, nah. you, you don't play with me. Like, right. You, me. I got to uproot my whole shit for less than what I make at the, yeah, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> So it was like honestly very hard and very discouraging but at the end of the day I was like okay I didn't went to school all this time I'm not you know I can't get discouraged and I don't have time to get discouraged because we got student loan debt so Period. we ain't got time to get discouraged we gotta you know make something happen and then yeah. just like the people around me steady like my boyfriend, my parents, my sister, my grandparents, my uncle, my brother, you know, my friends, steady encouraging me like, you are going to get something, girl. Calm down. It's not the end of the world. You don't have it now, but you're going to get something. So, I, I, you know, I honestly just had to make something shake. I was like, I got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> do you Do you think you have any advice for people who are experiencing a similar struggle uh, when they come out of college? Um, and I know this is like literally so cliche and I hate to say this, but you literally have to be patient and you have to do the work. If you're not doing the work, then you, you don't need to be speaking. Um, you can't say that you want to be, you know, a nurse or a doctor and you're not going to clinicals and volunteering at, at like a hospital. You can't say that you want to be a journalist and you're not putting in the work of applying for jobs, um, you know, asking people for feedback, um, redoing your reel. Like if you spent so much time on a reel and people like, you know, you're not getting any hits or called back, then clearly you need to go to the drawing board and do it again. But most importantly, um, believe in yourself, be patient and always be welcome and open to feedback. Don't think that you know too much because people hate when a new person coming into something thinking that they know everything. Like if people telling you, that you need to fix this and change that to help improve you be open ears. Like I'm not saying you got to listen to what literally everybody telling you, but you have to be open headed. Woo. That's a proverb. That's, that's, that's a proverb. Like that was a, that was a hard lesson that I had to learn even in my own life. Cause like, I didn't even realize how hard headed or like prideful I can be sometimes because of course, like, you know, I was smart and I knew I was smart. But when you think like that, like you think you know everything, but you don't. And it wasn't until I opened myself up to be able to take feedback and take criticism and stuff like that. And, and like just be open to, you know, 
mm-hmm. other ideas, other opinions, because you don't know everything. And like the key to life, um, actually, somebody told me this literally yesterday. It's just like a good leader has a bunch of people under them that's smarter than them. No facts. Like I never want to go somewhere and I'm the smartest person in the room. That's stupid as hell. Cause you ain't gonna <laughs> learn. Like that's stupid as hell. You ain't You're gonna not learn, about to learn anything. Who wants to be in a room full of people that they can't utilize and they can't help them? I'm the smartest person. I'm the flashiest, the flyest person in the room, and everybody else beneath me. Like that's stupid as hell. That's no. stupid as hell. You sound crazy. You're not gonna learn nothing. You're not gonna learn nothing. And and and, and it's so funny. I'll be a little transparent. Like I had got to a point not even long ago, not even long ago, where it was just like the people that I was around. It was just like you know how they say. Um, if you like the one person in your circle with like goals and like stuff like that, then you need to reevaluate your circle. Mm-hmm. Like if you the only person as that everybody is going to for advice, if you the only one that everybody is turning to for the answers and everything like that, you need to reevaluate your circle. It's true. It's facts because it's just like, I can't learn nothing here. Like I can't learn nothing here. I can't grow. Everybody looking at me to grow, but I need help too. Exactly. It's draining. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need help. I need advice. I need mentors. I need stuff like that too. Like, so I, I gotta ask for help. I gotta, I gotta change some stuff around. I gotta reevaluate some things because it's just like this ain't sustainable. Doing everything on your own is not sustainable. No, it I sounds good, but it's not sustainable. Exactly. I agree with that a hundred percent. I this had like popped in my head and then I forgot and then I'm like listening and I'm like, dang, what was I gonna say? But I had <laughs> forgot. And also something, um, as far as it dang, I just forgot again. It'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> if he like that. If he like that. <laughs> but I mean it, Oh, I mean, okay, wait, wait, wait. I remember, I remember. I don't want to stop you. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> also, something with advice, like after college, you literally have to stay down to till you come up. Like, don't rush the journey. And you may be working a job that you absolutely despise and hate, but it's like, okay, you gotta go through that little hard time, and then your opportunity gonna come because that is what I went through, and I don't wish that on nobody. But That's you gotta I'm stay at. down till you come up. <laughs> <laughs> you do you do okay like you know what i'm saying so what what stay down till you come up so like how do you navigate that right because like right now i'm going through a a, a thing I, I guess you call it like moonlighting where it's just like all right this is what like the podcast the other stuff that i'm pursuing this is what i'm passionate about like if i could do this all of the time i would do this all of the time i wouldn't even go to work but that's not realistic like that's not realistic that's not where I am in my process and it was a hard pill to swallow like being able to realize where you are in your process it's just like okay I'm in the beginning right so that means that I have I gotta go to work but I also got this thing that I'm trying to grow so how do you balance both and like how do you find the inspiration to continue trusting the process because it is tiring and it is draining so like how do you deal with that so I would say for balance, like, okay, of course you need money. So you got to stick that nine to five out because that nine to f- <laughs> like for real, that nine to yeah. five has to fund your dreams. Because if you don't have income coming in, you know, you can't sustain your lifestyle and you can't fund what you're trying to do. 
And I would say also during that process, take that time to invest in different things kind of to make you stand out and more so like for inspiration. Think of like somebody that inspires you and think about their journey and listens to listen to other people's journeys because oftentimes I'm like, okay, somebody that I really like um, that's in the entertainment industry is Lala Anthony and I also like Angela Yee. They mm-hmm. didn't have a head, head start. They were broke. And, you know, they had to, I think Lala moved to New York or Atlanta and was like sleeping on her friend's couch. And I think um, Angela Yee was like somebody, I want to say Russell Simmons or somebody assistant in New York and she wasn't making anything. Like sometimes that first initial start, you may not be making what you think that you're going to make. But that right there is to let you know, you know, if it's what you like. And also um, to build, you know, build your character and let you get that experience because that one little situation or whatever the case may be can make you millions. And oftentimes I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if Angela Lee, I mean, Angela Yee and Lala Anthony or Jay-Z or Drake or whoever or Beyonce went through this or Oprah, what makes me different from them? You know, why can't I go through the same things that they went through to get to where I want to be. Not saying that our journey is the same, but it's like, mm. okay, if these millionaires and billionaires went through this, who am I to think that I'm any different? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I agree with what you're saying, like, right. Because like one of my biggest motivators and what I do now is uh, Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. And I yep. remember, I remember being in college, like 2011, 2012, tiff that was on the on the last episode can like tell y'all it's just like i remember being there and watching diary of an awkward black girl on youtube like on youtube watching it faithfully can't wait for the episodes to come out because it's just funny and it's just like to 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 see that and it's just like now she got insecure now she got a other show it's just like you can do like it's just like what what's to say that i can't do something like that you know what I'm saying? Especially if it's something that I feel called to do, right? I ain't mm-hmm. saying doing nothing that is completely out of your scope, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. But, like, if it's something, you know what I'm saying? I do like to write. I do like to come up with, you know, content. I do like to do those types of things. So, like, what's to say that I can't do that? And that's exactly what you're saying. It's just like, it, I can, but it's a matter of me believing in myself and trusting in the process. Because it's not easy. but no, exactly. Yeah. And it's like with Issa, Issa Rae, I remember that last episode of Insecure when they went through everything and she talked about, you know, how I think the, you know, she was debating between getting the show picked up and how she didn't have this or even Issa's character in Insecure. Like she went through hell to end up where she ended up with the love of her life in five, you know, in the fifth season, I think it was five seasons, and then having a, you know, her own non-profit versus when she was with, you know, we got y'all. So mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, trusting your journey um, and just believing in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you know, nobody else is going to believe, you know, in you. And also, I seen like a little post on social media the other day when it was like, okay, Drake um had did a performance for somebody before he was huge and they had only paid him a hundred dollars and it's like you know 
he doing it because he got a passion behind him. He trying to figure out a way, not knowing like literally years later, he's going to be a damn mega superstar. Okay, cool. So with that being said, where, where, where do you see yourself going? Where do you see yourself going now? What's on your radar these days? Um, as far as like my radar, I'm just, you know, trying to learn everything I can learn in a corporate world. But like later on, I see myself doing like red carpets, um, entertain, inter- like entertainment journalism, um, continuing with like my YouTube channel and doing like some influencing and, you know, speaking, maybe a different speaking engagements and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. What's your favorite part of journalism? My favorite part is meeting different people. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I love just meeting different people and like sparking up conversations and finding like different things out and like people backgrounds and stuff like that. And, you know, people's stories. So I would definitely say meeting the people. What's one of the most interesting characters that you've met doing that? Mm-hmm. You ain't got to get too specific if you don't want to get too specific. <laughs> I don't know because I've met like a few people in like each like interaction with them like the people it kind of like left a mark on me I'm trying to think of like my favorite Mm, I'll say two people so one of my favorite interactions was when I um interviewed Sydney Mitchell from BMF she's on 50 cents um BMF show that was one of my favorite interactions because it was like kind of like really genuine with her and me and her kind of have like the same story um because she's an actress and actress kind of go through the same things that like journalists go through um that was probably one of my favorite like interviews and then like from then on like we just had like a genuine connection and like we like cool like when I stop in Atlanta like um we hung out like the last time so that's like one of my favorites and I would say my second favorite was when I met um G Harbo. Okay. Yeah. I saw that one on the internet. I did. <laughs> yeah. That was like my second favorite thing because like I was in St. Louis at the time. So I had like drove to Chicago to go to his like concert and his meet and greet. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to his meet and greet and I'm just gonna be like, let me ask you a few interview questions real quick. And like I was there, it started raining outside, so I had got like rained on. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, my hair is all poofy. I look crazy. Like, I can't be around somebody with a damn AP on and a Rolex looking, you know, dusty. Like, oh, my goodness. But I was just like, you know what, whatever. Like, I didn't come here for anything. When I ended up getting in the building, like, the people over the concert were like, you know, take your picture and go. No videos, no cameras, no nothing. Take the picture and go. And you need to be ready. And I was kind of like, you know damn like they telling me that I can't ask him no questions so I was like nah like I ain't going for that so when I had got in there or whatever I was like you know what's up I'm trying to ask you a question I got a YouTube channel blah 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 blah, or whatever and he was like and I was like you know they said no cameras and he was like he literally like was staring dead at me and he was like the time that you spent giving me this whole little spiel could have been the time that you spent asking me them questions and he was like I don't care what nobody say don't ever let nobody tell you no and he was like, come on, ask the questions. And, like, I asked the questions. I got a little carried away. He was like, Damn. all right, all right <laughs> now. Like, it's, it's somebody else's turn. Yeah. But, you know, he was, like, hella cool and humble. And, like, from that 
moment forward like when I'm about to do something big I always literally hear him like don't ever let nobody tell you no like it's go time and I'd be like okay keep that little thought in the back of my head that's a good gem that's a real good deep gem like from some real shit like yeah that's crazy that's so dope though what was that like like what how does that even feel like you know what I'm saying because I, I heard like the anxiety of like getting rained on and being like well damn what the fuck I'm gonna do and then getting up there and like actually having that moment like what was that like when you actually got to it and like experienced that like so, especially for your journey your story I was actually like hella nervous and it's crazy because like I had met like a few celebrities before I had actually like met him um wait I'm trying to think when did I meet him I think that was in the summer so I had met like two other people or maybe one other person prior to meeting him so I was still kind of like nervous so like when I saw him like the anticipation in the line waiting like my heart beating hella fast and I'm like hella nervous and then when I saw him I was like literally like starstruck because I'm like oh my god like this is the person that I freaking listen to when they rap songs like every single day like and I'm here so it kind of like hit me then and then like with the camera like if you go back and like watch the footage of that particular interaction I'm recording because like I'm my own camera person but I'm asking him the question but I'm literally like staring in the camera because I'm trying to make sure that I didn't forget to like (laughs) hit record Um, and making sure that the camera is recording and I'm like getting the you know good footage and stuff so like now when I look back at it it's kind of like cringy and like I cringe because I'm like oh my god this is literally so embarrassing but I was just like you know whatever like I did it I conquered it and you know it helped build my confidence up just a little more like hey he's just like a normal regular person so don't even be nervous because he's literally just a regular person and it's so funny because like a few months later I ended up seeing him at um 21 Savage's birthday party and I'm literally standing like right next to him on stage and I'm like what's up herb (laughs) you know all what's up and I'm like you know you remember me and he like no and I'm like well (laughs) bro like you spent some gems to me and blah 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 he was like oh you know you know that's what's up like you know real cool little humble dude yeah yeah I'm I'm dead he ain't lying that's funny as hell (laughs) he ain't like he was just like I ain't even gonna act like I remember but yeah I appreciate it though like (laughs) no yeah and I'm like I mean I can't imagine him remembering like this one person that he met because it was so many people at his meet and greet and it's like this nigga on tour all the time meeting all these different people so he not just gonna remember this you know this one person yeah yeah but at the same time like in, in that moment like you picked up a major gym like you know what I'm saying? It was a confidence boost. Like it it's crazy how those like milestones like happen. Like they 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 seem it's like it's such a hurdle, you know what I'm saying? When you when you're going through the process of like doing it, but like once you actually do it and get it done, it kinda like opens a door. Cause it's just like, oh, I can do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I can do this. Like, even that little piece of advice where it's just like, don't let nobody stop you. That's some shit that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Like, Literally. any time that you got a moment like that, like, then it comes up. It always goes back to that. And, like, that's the beauty of the process. It, like, for real. Because, like, when you had those things, like, when you're not going through the process or when you're afraid to, like, really embrace the process, like, because we all get scared, right? We all get scared. We all get nervous. But, like, when you get nervous, 
and you actually able to like push through and you realize that that thing wasn't as hard or as scary as you thought it was going to be like the things that you thought mattered at one point in time don't actually matter as much like and you can do this not once but twice and you can keep doing it over and over and over again Mm -hmm. that's how you build your confidence that's how you get where it is that you're gonna go but if you get to those moments you get scared and you back off see that's how you don't get nowhere exactly and i swear i kid you not like anytime i have something like big or i'm about to meet somebody i be like let me play my gospel real quick let me put (laughs) my favorite herb song on like i always cut cut statement on because it's like this one line in the song that he said that i'd be like yeah he's speaking to me in my life and i had that little that little thought in my head and i'd be Mm -hmm. like it's go time it's yeah, it's up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, like, cause like even 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 for me, right? Like, I I got my process too. Like for some, I was nervous when before we started this one. I wasn't even gonna say that, but I was like a little nervous before we even started this episode, cause I was like, man, it's been like a while since I talked to Danny. Like, I'm Girl, still. Bye. Girl, bye. <laughs> But I'm like, but I get that way. Like I, I swear to God, like I just get that way because that that's just how my mind works. So it's just like I get nervous because it's like I want to put, I want to represent myself well, and I I want to do good. You know what I'm saying? I want to do good and everything like that. But like, and I'm still not used to it because like when I first started thinking versus speaker, I had somebody that was doing it with me. I had a co-host, and it would be me and him every week, and we would bring guests on sometimes. But like now, I do a different person every time, and like. I didn't used to be a very social person. Like I used to be very much off to myself. So every time I do a new episode with a different person, it's just like nerves. And it's just, like, it be nerves. And I literally just have to like sit and like woosah for a second and like calm myself down just to be able to be like, man, you built for this. You got this. Like, <sighs> no, I, I agree with you a hundred percent because that even like happened to me because it's like, okay, I didn't seen like so many people and I didn't interview like a few like cooler people, but I still would like get nervous and I'd be like, all right, Neil, get out of your head because you're your own worst enemy and uh-huh. get to it. Like, don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I do, and it's so crazy the way that the mind works, right? Because it's just like like even with me like starting starting my, my business that I'm starting, it's just like you ask yourself that question like damn, like can I re- do I really have what it takes to be like an entrepreneur? Like this shit seem hard. Like, am I built for this? And then it's just like I think back in time and like when I'm asking myself that it kind of like clicks in, it's just like and you was 22 running a business like you've been running you've been running shit since you were 15 like god been trying to tell you that that's what you do because like you know what i'm saying like even when mm-hmm. even when i was working with y'all like my plan was not to be a manager it never was it's just it, it was it just happened and it's just because it was just like people be like well you seem like you know what to do it's just like well yeah it's just you know it's just like when you realize what you built for and it'd be like man am i built for this yes absolutely and then it's like when you reflect on it it's like those pivotal moments in your life like okay 15 i was doing this 22 doing that it's like okay that built you up for you running your own business having your own podcast now giving you those like you know those skills for sure yeah Yeah. it's just like you know what i'm saying you acting like you can't you you know what i'm saying it's just like you ran you ran a business for a company 
you knew how to run numbers for them. You know what I'm saying? You knew how to run numbers for them. You knew how to hire for them. You knew how to train for them. It's just like, nigga, do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? Like, you exactly. Like you, so you 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 gonna do it for somebody else? You gonna make somebody else millions of dollars because we was running a million dollar store. So like you gonna make somebody else millions of dollars, but not yourself. But not yourself. You scared to do it for your damn self. Make it make sense. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but your brain will have you thinking like, can I? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You mind over matter. You can do anything you put your mind to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's very much that's very much true. Like, you know what I'm saying? With anything, it's all it's always gonna be a matter of uh controlling your thoughts, controlling your thoughts and just learning how to push through and go through the process. Exactly. Anyway. That's dope. That's dope, man. This was this was awesome. This was one for the books. When I'm yeah. famous, we're gonna have to replay this. <laughs> okay, same, same, right? We, you, I right, when when you interviewing me on a red carpet, you know okay. what I'm saying? It's gonna be full circle, literally full circle, full oh circle. God. I'm getting tongue tied. Full circle. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. It's gonna come full circle. Alright, y'all remember this. Everybody that hear this, remember this. Alright, we got a legendary moment here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, and it all started at like fifteen and eighteen type shit. Sixteen, man. And 18. <laughs> Old Navy in St. Louis and the St. Louis Mills child. Okay, I had a place that don't even exist no more. Okay, literally doesn't even exist. <laughs> And that's the and that's the funny part when I think about how life works too. It's just like when I get to reflecting on people that I've encountered. It's just like on on a, on a grand scheme of things, it's almost like Old Navy itself never mattered. But it's just like people that I met there, like people that I met in the process, any other places where I worked, went to school. It's just like damn, like you met dope ass people doing dope things, and it's just like. You know, it, it wasn't even about the place. It was about the experiences, like the people that you met, the things that you learned in the process. Like, that's really what it's about. Yeah. And it's like to just to piggyback on what you said, like, OK, we met each other when I was like literally in high school. And it's like, OK, full circle moment. We ain't talked in years. We connect on social media. And you're like, hey, I got a podcast. I'm like, cool, you know. And it just shows, like, the energy and stuff that you put out in the world. Because it's like, had you been somebody that got on my damn nerves? You know, <laughs> hell nine. Hell nine coming on no podcast. Like, you know, like. Yeah, that's true. You know, in them last day, <laughs> in them last days, I don't know. I don't know. But. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Thanks again for everybody that came through. And, uh, you know, joined us for these lovely special episodes. We'll have another special guest next week. So make sure that you tuned in for that. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at MarissaY17 on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter when I feel like it. But I never really feel like it. And Marissa Yarbrough on Facebook. And then if you want to follow Thinker versus Speaker, you can follow at S. At Thinker versus Speaker on Instagram and Facebook and Thinker versus Speaker Official on TikTok. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, definitely make sure you check us out on YouTube. You know, you never know when I'm going to drop something new or something different. So always make sure that you uh, 
tuned in, locked in for that. And you know, again, special thanks to our guest that we featured. If you want to follow Kay, you can follow her at K A underscore underscore C H E E N A on Instagram. Danny, you can find her at Danny TV underscore on Instagram. And you know, my uncle, he don't be on social media like that. So just don't even worry about it. But uh, on that note, again, hope y'all had a happy Thanksgiving. Have safe, happy holidays. And you know, I'm going to catch y'all next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye.